Winning Retirement Radio. We are ready for some football, been enjoying the playoffs. And here is an interesting factoid, Kristen, for women like you and I that uh, take care of laundry for the whole house. This makes me just cringe. NFL teams do more laundry in a week than the average American family does in two years. Well, I mean, I can imagine because have you ever smelled the funk that is sports athletic gear for boys? I think it's permanently tainted my washing machine. Oh, nasty. Do you have to add any of that additive stuff that like helps extra sanitize? I do the sanitize. I do the sanitize in the pre-wash cycle. Yes, ma'am. So for those of you that don't know, no, I don't raise a family, but I am a caregiver to both of my parents. And in the sweetest way, they probably are listening. I'm the laundry person now. I've inherited that. And I'm like, how is there so much laundry? Got all this to do? I cannot imagine how much the NFL teams are dealing with, and I cannot imagine the smells you're dealing with, Kristen. I'm so sorry. Oh, it's it's crazy. Last Friday night, Cameron had a, a basketball game. You know, he had his basketball bag with him, and, and he and his buddy Dylan kind of conjured up this idea that he would go spend the night over at Dylan's After house. I sat through three basketball games that he begged me to let him stay for, he decided to ride home with another parent. I'm like, <laughs> I could have gone home two hours ago. And gotten laundry taken care of. Yeah. But as we were yeah. leaving, Dylan's dad goes, Cameron, you stink. Oh, my goodness. Well, that's not <laughs> the half of it. So Saturday around 2 o'clock, I go over to pick him up and bring him home. Apparently, he never He's showered. still got his basketball Ew. undershirt on, his basketball shorts on. I mean, oh. they had been up wrestling all night and all that stuff. He gets in my car, and I'm like, oh, oh my goodness. Open a window. I'm like, dude, as soon as you get home, you are getting a shower. And I said, I don't know if mom will ever get you know the smell out of that shirt. <laughs> and I don't want to embarrass your boys, because it's all boys. Around that age, all those hormones and everything, oh. there's lots of smells. Onions, baby. Oh, Onions. gosh. <laughs> Anyway, let's uh, move on sort of kind of not really because it's still about football and men getting all sweaty. And sometimes that is kind of fun to watch, Kristen, but not. Oh, my. (laughs) Anyway, many will be glued to the TV with some chips and dip to see who wins it all, the Chiefs or the Eagles. Greg, I have to ask, who are you pulling for? Oh, I, I don't really have a dog in this fight. I will say that, you know, we were pulling for the Bengals to get in, yeah. you know, the team from Ohio. And it's so interesting. I was watching the game and I'd been watching a movie and I realized that uh, the game was getting ready to come on. So me and the boys turned it on and the Bengals were stinking it up in the first half. And mm-hmm. I, I turned it off. I told Chris, I'm going to finish my movie and I'll turn it back on. Well, I turned it back on in the second half and they were only down by seven points. And then there was a, you know, a big play in the game and they ended up tying it up. She asked you one question, not a commentary no, I on get how it. the game went. You know that he and I have this bond, so but I get it. The thing that made me just, you know, kind of reflect was that the Bengals, they have the most talented receiver. Their mm-hmm. quarterback's really good. Their defense had played a really solid game. But their offensive line, it was their weakness. Mm. So Joe Burrow was getting sacked. I think he got sacked four or five times in the game and so you're you're making progress you're going towards your goal and then you get sacked mm-hmm. and then you make progress and and you know football is broken up into different drives where the offense gets mm-hmm. an opportunity to try to score some points and i feel like that's kind of like retirement 
you're moving along and then you get sacked. Oh, 2008 hit. Man, that was – you might have got knocked out of the game there a little bit if depending on where you were in life. And then you're moving on and, you know, 14, 15, 16, 17 happens and then end of 2018, wham, you get hit again. And then you get to 2020 and you're making progress again and then wham, you get hit again. It seems like every time that we make some headways, then we get knocked back again. So I don't have a dog in this fight. I guess – the Eagles haven't won in a long, long time. They're hungry so for it. Yes. Yeah, so, I think so, you know, too. I, I kind of would like to see some new blood, so I guess I would I would do some pulling for them. As football fans, we know all too well that unexpected penalties can also change the trajectory of the entire game. And ask the 49ers about unexpected injuries and not having a quarterback at the end of all of it. I mean, there's so many things that can happen, but both the players and coaches have to stay up to date with any rule changes at all times. And Greg, as a fiduciary advisor, you, Kristen, and the rest of the team do the same for your clients when it comes to the rules of retirement. So I'm wondering, what are some of the top penalties that listeners near or already in retirement need to watch out for these days? Here's one that I don't think many people talk about. It's called the excess IRA contribution penalty. Hmm. Now, we know about not taking enough out when we're supposed to, which we'll talk about, but putting too much in. If you put too much in and you get caught and believe me, you gets reported. So you're going to get that letter. Eventually it's 6% on the money you put in over per year for each year, the excess amount stays in the IRA. Hmm. So don't want to put in too much. There's also the early withdrawal penalty, Greg, on those retirement accounts. So if you take money out of your IRA before the age of 59 and a half, you're subject to not only paying tax on it, but also the 10% penalty. So you don't really want to put money in with the intent to take it out early. I guess you could call that a false start. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah. Although that's five yards in the NFL, it's 10% for the IRS. Well, so a big one that changed with the SECURE Act 2.0 is now the required minimum distributions on IRA, since we're on the subject of IRAs, is now age 73. So Mm -hmm. your required distribution is now age 73. That'll actually go up. I can't remember, is it 10 years from now? Yeah, 2033. Yeah, 10 years from now, it'll go up to age 75. But currently it's 73. They also changed the penalty. So if you don't take your RMD out by age 73, in the year in which you turn age 73, it used to be a penalty of 50%. They reduced that to 25%, but they added a little caveat. And I talked about this a couple weeks ago. It's now, if you say, oops, I'm sorry, I forgot to take it. It used to be no big deal. They I don't, forgive you. I don't even think you got a penalty for it. No. Now it's a 10% penalty. So they're actually, by reducing the penalty to 25% from 50%, and that's if you don't report it, Mm-hmm. Now, if you report it, you also you get a 10 percent fine on mm-hmm. on it. So now they're definitely making money off of those forgetfulness. And honestly, I think now that it's later, the dates changed, what, twice now in the last couple years. Mm-hmm. I think it's going to be easier for people to mess it up. So you True. really want to be on it's top confusing. of those. Yes. And a, and a lot of times you don't even need the RMD. I mean, we work with plenty of plenty of families who don't really want to take the RMD. They just have to. 
you know, there's also a penalty if you don't sign up for Medicare at the right time. You know, when you turn 65, you're eligible for Medicare. Now, if you continue to work past the age of 65, which many of the families we work with, at least one of them do, then as long as you have credible coverage, you don't have to sign up for it. But as soon as you do retire or you lose that credible coverage, if you don't sign up in a timely manner, which is shortly after, I think it's within six months after you retire or turn 65, then it's a 10% penalty if you waited 12 months to claim it. It's 20% if you wait 24 months. Hang on a second. Do you guys remember when we were kids, we thought, oh, we're going to be adults and do whatever we want. Now they're telling us we have to sign up for Medicare at a certain time. You have to start drawing your own money now. And if you don't, we're penalizing you. The rules never end. And, you know, it's funny during games, you know, you'll have the referees go and have a conference about what one blew a whistle on. Mm -hmm. I think this one's kind of like a flag on the play. Social Security benefits lifetime reduction. So it's not really a penalty per se, but it's a flag in that, you know, it's arguable whether Mm -hmm. or not you should take your Social Security early or standard time or late. In most cases, makes sense to take it if you're going to be taking money out of your own accounts yes. while you're waiting to turn those benefits on. But in some cases, it makes sense to go ahead and hold off if you don't need the money. So I think that's something that needs to be a conversation, especially for those who are maybe still bringing an income in where Social Security benefits will be taxed, you know, starting to understand those the, how those numbers are going to pan out or... Also, just trying to get your overall plan figured out for how your income is going to come in in your retirement years. You know, Kristen, the one thing that I don't guess technically we call it a penalty, but is, okay, we've saved all these dollars in tax-deferred IRAs or 401ks or, or accounts like that. Now the penalty is not only do we have to pay tax on what we deferred, but everything it grows to. And so you could end up paying tax on five or six times as much as you ever deferred. So keep that in mind as you're starting to think about plans throughout the rest of 2023. Connect now at winningretirementradio.com. Greg Taylor is an investment advisory representative of Legacy Advisory Network, LLC, a registered investment advisor with the state of Ohio. The firm only conducts business in states where it's properly registered or is excluded from registration requirements. Legacy Advisory Network, LLC, and this station are not affiliated. The investment ideas and financial vehicles discussed here should not be considered to be personalized investment advice, nor are these recommendations to buy or sell any particular investment or product. The information should not be considered tax or legal advice. Individuals should first consult with the competent tax, legal, accounting, and other professionals regarding the applicability and the suitability of any investment ideas. Past performance is not guaranteed of future results. Investments will fluctuate and when redeemed may be worth more or less than when originally invested. Any comments regarding safe and secure investments and guaranteed income streams refer only to fixed insurance products. They do not refer in any way to securities or investment advisory products. Fixed insurance and annuity product guarantees are subject to the claims payability of the issuing company.